Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Unlikable Female Characters, the podcast about women who don't give a damn if you like them. And this is our 100th episode. Wow, this and is very special. It is very special. It's special because all three of us are here, which has not happened in a year, many a moon, yeah, a very long time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. And also because this is going to be our last episode, or at least our last episode as far as we know. We are, yes. after this one, we are going to take an indefinite hiatus, I think is what we're calling it. Yeah? Yes, yeah. I like it. I like it. We're pressing pause. Pressing pause. Yeah, we've been doing this for, so when this episode comes out, it'll be Halloween. So happy Halloween, spooky bitches, if you're yes. listening to this yes. on the day. Hopefully you've been enjoying your special month all month long. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> the best month. <laughs> yes. Um. And we started this podcast, our preview episode aired on Halloween back in 2018. Mm -hmm. So this is like graduation day, right? Four years. Four years. (laughs) Four years. School's out. School is out. Yeah, we thought that seemed appropriate, but we've just come to a natural end, I think, right? Like we've all just been so busy and I don't know if y'all want to talk about, we've had a lot of drama going on behind the scenes. Oh my God. I think. Yeah. (laughs) Who wants to start? Um, Well, I can start. I almost died and then survived against all odds. Now I was diagnosed with a serious lung condition called pulmonary arterial hypertension and I have to be on oxygen 24-7 now and I have a medication infusion pump attached to my body at all times. It's all very dramatic, but the good news about it is that I'm feeling much better. Yeah, you look a lot better. all of the coughing that had to be edited out by Lane in our previous episodes. I don't do that anymore. Now that now that we're ending, it's it's over. Like I don't have to mm-hmm. I don't have to cough every two seconds. So sorry about the timing, Lane. But <laughs> I'm so glad you're doing better, Kristen, and it was my honor to edit out each and every one of your coughs. <laughs> we were so freaked out when you I mean, this shit was serious. Yeah. Like you were saying kind of flippantly like you almost died, but you really fucking almost died. Yeah, girl. I was in the hospital twice this summer. The first time I went to the hospital thinking like, oh, I guess this is probably not that big of a deal. And at hospitals, they're not really known for like acting quickly. I feel like you go to the hospital and they're like, okay, wait for six hours. Yeah. I got to the hospital and they were like, oh boy, let's go. (laughs) So it was pretty grim. It's a hereditary condition. My mom has it as well, or she had it. She recently got a lung transplant. So she does not have the damaged and diseased lungs anymore. Good for her. 
but the whole host of other problems go with a major organ transplant. So it's been a very hospital-filled summer. Yeah, the worst, worst way. You want like hot girl summer, not hospital. hospital girl Absolutely, summer. yeah, mm-hmm. hospital girl summer. Nobody wants that. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> Wendy just muted so she could cough. <laughs> <do it. laughs> I've passed the torch. Oh my god. Well, whatever. I mean, COVID got me a month ago, and I'm still jacked up. It seems like it's the lungs. You know, COVID does. She likes to get in there and just fuck shit up. So she's doing her thing. I'm trusting it's going to get better because I don't have any predisposition to any lung issues. You know, I've never even been to the doctor for a cough. I can count the number of times on one hand I've been sick as a kid. It's really strange that it would do that for me, but that's COVID. You know, she likes to keep it spicy. So, (laughs) Yes. I don't know. The only thing I can say is that I have been really stressed out for a really long time. And that does stuff to your body, you know? And I think... Women get a really high viral load when we catch COVID because we're often caring for family members. I caught mine from my daughter and it was days before I knew it was COVID because she has allergies. And so I got a really high viral load and that can mess you up. You know, it's much different than if you catch it at like the grocery store from some dude for a minute. You know, you're going to get way sicker if you're home with someone caring for someone. And I think that's a thing for women. You know, we have to care for loved ones while we're sick always. And we get pretty sick sometimes. So... I'm just trying to be patient with it. I've yeah. been sick longer than I've ever been sick before. I'm not used to this. I'm very restless. I'm not a patient person. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to be patient. It's not easy. You know how that feels, Kristen. How you're just I like do. so it's hard. Yeah, it's like, why isn't my body just bouncing back the way it, that it, it has should. my entire life? Like, yeah. I want to go back to just ignoring my body completely. <laughs> but it demands <laughs> attention constantly now. Yeah. Our meat sacks are very annoying. We would like new ones. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully, Lane, your lungs are all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so far. So far, I've not been. But I was just saying, um, as we're recording this, I just got back from a trip. And on the plane, I was seated next to an old white man who kept coughing. Oh, my God. Mask, so, oh, my um, God. You know, thank you to that so gentleman. You're like, I don't have a mask <laughs> to lend you. But I do have a plastic bag I can tie over your head. So <laughs> that should keep the your germs choice. in. Right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, Wendy, you've had some exciting non-lung-related developments lately, right? You are a full-time writer now. Yeah, so I was in education for a long time. And the last few years, I've been trying to ramp up the writing career so that I can not have to do two jobs. And writing is definitely my passion. So it's taken a lot of work. I finally got into a situation where I have two two book deals at the same time, which allowed Bad me to ass. take Yeah, so I can at least take what I'm considering at least a two year hiatus from my education career and give me some time to think about that day job because I can't do the two job thing anymore. It's too much. I mean, I feel like I've worn myself down. Like mm-hmm. you'd only do that for so long. You know, you can't run that hard. It's like it's a marathon but with no end. You know, that's how it feels. <laughs> right. Marathons need to end. You need to rest. So, yeah, I don't know what's going to be next, but I'm hoping I can just keep writing. It would be good if I could stop being sick so I could freaking write. Right. Yes, but, I feel yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's exciting. I haven't been writing too much this last month, obviously, but yeah, got to get back in there. I've mostly been working on the sequel to my Audible project, yeah. Rich Widows. Love and I that was book. just in Providence with my co-authors, Vanessa, mm-hmm. Kate, and Kim, who were on the show earlier and 
this year. It was our first time all four being together in the same room, which actually oh. the three of us have never done. That's true. Oh my we god. I'm, no, that's true because Kristen We've and never. I hung out at the conference in at BoucherCon in Florida. Yeah, uh, but yeah. not the three of us. Out, but no. Oh my god! That's wild. Weird. Never the three of us. I feel like if we ever are in the same place at the same time, we'll have to do like a bonus episode. Yes, or something. of course. Assuming that like the world doesn't end because so much power in one place. <laughs> that's true i was that's laughing true. lane because i saw on instagram the photos of you with the other authors of young rich widows and they're all very like spring season vibes and you're very- <laughs> and you're standing next to them and you're like wearing all black and i'm just laughing to myself like what was this yes. trip like you know it was actually it was so fun but yeah i'm like the goth you are the goth <laughs> for sure <laughs> We all have our function, and that's right. mine. <laughs> yeah, you were off. You were on the right hand side of the photo, and I was like, everyone in there looked like they had shopped at like Nordstrom, or I don't know. You know what I mean? Like very, like, you know, they look beautiful, but it's very I at Nordstrom rack. <laughs> I'm like trying to figure out how to say the vibe. Like, you are the goth one. There's just no way around it. <laughs> You're like, you look like you shopped at Hot Topic, and they were wearing actual adult clothes. No. That was what I noticed. No. <laughs> Although Hot Topic does have some cute stuff sometimes, okay. They do, <laughs> and I true. do have several things. Yeah, there. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. Everyone would know. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna really miss this, you guys. Even though we haven't like properly done an episode with the three of us in forever, like this whole experience with the two of you has been so much fun. I know. Yes, we like started it kind of on a lark and didn't really yeah. know anything about podcasting or anything. And then we were just like, let's do it. And then we did it and people seemed to like it and we kept doing it. And then we got to interview some like major, like major amazing authors. I mean, everyone we've had has been amazing. But like, you know, there are some interviews where it's like, I can't believe that we're talking to Megan Abbott or I can't believe we're talking to Sarah Graham. Like, yeah, absolutely unreal. Yeah. Yeah. It's been wild. Absolutely. Like we did just start it completely like had no no idea what we were doing we were like the mediocre white men can do it so we'll figure it out and we really did yeah (laughs) we're on our third recording platform and we've tried different systems for keeping organized and we just kept trying things and lane is a genius at keeping things organized my god i don't think any of this would have happened without lane because it wouldn't (laughs) Am I a genius or a monster? It's, I mean, is there <laughs> a, a difference? Yeah. You know, we're fine with writing that line. We're comfortable with it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'm this, like, scheduling bitch, and I can be very unlikable about it. But I won't apologize, because that would not be in keeping with no, the show. No, no. You should own that, for sure. Yeah. So what are some of our favorite episodes oh, God. that we've done? I was well, thinking about this. So... I know what my favorite is. I really love talking to Sarah Grand because she was yeah. incredible and she's been one of my very favorite writers for a long time. But I really can't top our interview with Jonathan Mallory Davis. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a sleeper one. It doesn't have high listenership numbers. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't get it. That's our best work. It's absolutely it our, best, our work. best work. It's incredible. So whoever's listening to this now, I will link it in the show description. So you just like one click and it will take you to magic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A, a very, very special bonus episode. We've never planned anything that hard. 
Except no. my favorite episode, which was the bad sex scenes episode. <laughs> yes, that was, we that was a that good one. Really one. Also that was such a good one. Yes. yes. <laughs> Some moments in there, <laughs> I was like crying, laughing as we're recording it. Like, I can't. <laughs> I, I still think about sometimes, I think it was a Stuart Woods novel that talks about uh, a woman who was like storing her credit card in her vagina. Yes. <laughs> I have the one where she takes her clit and enters it into the penis. Oh, yes. Smell of snow. Yes. How? So many questions. I. We always talked about doing another one of those, and we always talked about doing it live mm-hmm. at like a writer's conference yeah. or a bookstore or something. But then we were like, would we get kicked out? <laughs> we might. We might get kicked out and then like blacklisted from all bookstores ever. I don't know. But we would be legends. So, <laughs> well, maybe yeah. someday. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. That's why this is the indefinite hiatus. That's right. I feel like in the future, we don't know what will happen exactly imagine if we come back in like three years just to read bad sex scenes and then go away for like a <laughs> <laughs> legendary move yeah that would be so on brand like witches emerging from the forest yes. for like certain astrological times and then just like humiliating a bunch of men and like fading back yes out of mist that's my vibe i like that okay that episode traumatized my partner so much he was like nauseated listening to us read those he's like how are you laughing this is so upsetting i was like no it's it's amazing amazing i listened to that one in the car with nate and just so i could like watch his face was just uh, yeah also i think kind of nauseated and i was like this is what we deal with all the time right yeah, i was like welcome to our world yeah, for sure. Did y'all see that thing on BuzzFeed earlier this week that was like men saying what they think women get wrong about writing? Oh, I did. Characters? I saw that. There was one that was good <laughs> no. about the height where he was like, when, yeah, I'll give yeah, him that That one. was good. He was saying like, if you're six five, it's not just sexy. It's like you need a larger bed because you're <laughs> yeah. go off the edge. Yeah. That's true because <laughs> Jeff is six four and he bangs his head mm-hmm. into everything. I mean, part of that is just, I don't know. He's a good example of why Darwin's theory might not be. (laughs) (laughs) Like he had like a hot, tall ancestor, but who was like really stupid, but someone (laughs) mated with them anyway. They were like, you know what? He's so tall. (laughs) A good example of how tall and white takes you a long way in this world. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) uh, There were a bunch in there that were basically like, what women don't understand about men is that we can't talk about our feelings and we can't well, we have know. our relationships. <laughs> no, we're we understand. Like, yeah, we're like, uh, no. okay, <laughs> so you're just saying what women don't understand about men is we all need to go to therapy, but we refuse. Right. We don't talk about it. No, we know, but we can't write that because it would just be nothing on the page. We have to write something. Yes. Right, and in a romance novel, which a lot of the examples were, it's like a fantasy of what a man could be like. That's right. Did go to fucking therapy. That's right. Yeah. And knew where the clit was. It's more like <laughs> what we want you to be like. It's not right. what you yeah. actually are like. Yeah. And it's like an aspirational thing, not like when men write about women and they're like, "What we really want is for your boobs to like express themselves <laughs> and for you to keep things inside your vagina right. and, and move independently, sexy, even when you're dead." Yes. <laughs> yes. The yes. one in that article, though, that I will also give them besides the height one was there was one about someone's like asshole being like glistening with anticipation. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> it was wet with anticipation. I was like, um, uh, no, no, no. And a- that one really confuses me because it's like, OK, men write ridiculous things about 
female anatomy. Yeah. Like, it's not their anatomy. Correct. Right. But, like, everyone has an asshole. Right. That's right. <laughs> you don't, like, do you have a medical condition? <laughs> this poor person going around with their, like, glistening asshole. They're like, this is normal. <laughs> I, yeah. I was real stumped with that one. Yeah. Everyone, aren't you going to miss our contributions to the culture? <laughs> this is. Yeah, we really, culture. we really, like, put in, you know, a lot of heavy intellectual work into this. Yes. Discussing yes. the glistening assholes of the world. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Someone tweeted about that article and they were like, the saddest thing about this is that the romance genre is women talking about what they wish men would do and be. And men think it's so stupid because the idea of that level of a caring and kind relationship yeah. and treating a woman like that is absolutely absurd to them. Yeah. And ridiculous. That's why it's so sad. Yes. Sweet. Awesome. (laughs) Hashtag not all men. Hashtag most men. Um, (laughs) But lots of them. (laughs) Let's see other favorite episodes. I'll say I think probably our most listened to episode by the numbers Mm -hmm. is actually the one Kristen and I did on that book. I hate men. That, the one that our Instagram posts about it were blocked or banned by Instagram. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, for <laughs> containing for hate, hate speech. speech. <laughs> <laughs> I just had Instagram take down. I made these, like, cute memes with stuff from that movie, Don't Worry, Darling. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They were really stupid, but I had fun making them. And they were related to They Never Learn. So there was one that was talking about like, killing men. And it got taken down for hate speech, too. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the algorithm needs to get a life. They're like real problems. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that one was our most popular, probably just because like you see that title as we did when we saw the book right. and we're like, I'm interested. Yes. <laughs> what about that one where we were joking about John about um, AJ? Uh, hi. Oh my God. Sorry. COVID brain. AJ, AJ Finn. AJ yeah. Finn. You forgot his name because he's so unimportant That's and true. it's also not his real name. It's not memorable. No. The Cups of Pee. Oh my God. That article was so off the rails. That the was expose amazing. about him. Oh my God. Yeah. Isn't there a movie? Another thing, there's going to be a TV series, like a limited series with Jake Gyllenhaal and that yeah. might be something we have to come oh, back together yeah. for as well yeah. to like that would, commemorate. That would be worth doing. Yeah, yeah that would be amazing. Very special occasion, like team ups in the future mm-hmm. perhaps. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What are some other, I mean, all the interviews are always really fun. I had a really nice interview with Wanda the other day. I can't wait for everyone to hear that. She's such a lovely person and her book is so great. That was a really fun one. Yeah. At the time that this comes out, that will have just been released a yeah. few days before. Yeah. So everyone should check that out if they haven't yeah. already. The, at the new book she has is a real accomplishment. She really did something. It's exciting. I can't wait to see what happens. Can't wait to see how yeah. it's received. Well, why don't we talk about some, since we won't be here to do our usual like reading roundups oh, and, yeah. and stuff, like what are some books or movies or anything that y'all are looking forward to that would be good for our audience here? Well, I just watched this the other day on Netflix, a movie called Do Revenge. Have either of you watched yes! that? Oh my God. No. Oh, that was so fun. So fun. So many great unlikable female characters. It's like a a high school revenge fantasy, Mm, but kind mm -hmm. of with some extra fun twists and turns and Mm -hmm. a lot of fun and a lot of bad behavior. And like Lane and I have talked before about how I'm worried that all movies are bad now because I've basically hated every movie that I've seen in the last year and a half. But I really like this one. So maybe not all movies, just the ones that 
are getting a lot of fanfare, <laughs> I guess, are bad. Mm-hmm. Are you guys watching Rings of Power? No. No. <gasps> I've been obsessed. Obsessed. I've been watching it during COVID. I think it started when I first was getting COVID, and so it's been like my COVID companion. Mm. But I was curious because I feel like Galadriel's character on that show belongs on this show. A discussion really? I've heard belongs in this show. Yeah. She's got like the hero's journey where it's a dark, tortured hero who's like the war captain. She's like the commander of the Northern armies and she's been exiled, but she comes back. She's trying to find and defeat Sauron. Like she's also the woman who won't let it go. She will mm. not let her quest for Sauron go. She does like three expressions. She does like brooding, fighting, and like high chin, rebellious, you know, kind of speeches. <laughs> she gets the male character treatment 100%. She's a really fierce warrior. She has all these fight scenes. Aren't all the little baby men watching that show mad that she's not like fuckable enough? <laughs> I don't get it because she's really beautiful. She's like a like long blonde hair, very pretty face. I don't know what the deal is. Well, um, she might be older than 38, so she's that would not. explain it. She's like 25. I don't get it. So she's still firmly in her fuckable years. She's totally in her fuckable years. I think they're just scared of her. I guess. I, I don't know. I mean, sad. the character doesn't have a ton of range, but like neither does every other male character who right. gets that role. It's an archetype, you know? Yeah. I love it. It's cool seeing. I like seeing a woman with that. You don't see that very much. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. The book I'm really excited about that I just read is Such Sharp Teeth by Ooh, Rachel Harrison. Yes, I, wanna, oh, yeah. I have that on my list. Yes, it's so good. We had her on the show last year to talk about her second book, mm-hmm. Tackle. So mm-hmm. this is, we mentioned it on that episode, actually, um, and it is a feminist werewolf book. Yes. And, Love. like, it's incredible. It's everything I wanted it to be and more. And I just love everything Rachel does. And if we were continuing the show, we would absolutely have had her on again. So, you know, go listen to our interview with her from last year if you haven't. And then uh, go get your copy of Such Sharp Teeth. Oh, I like, it needs to be a movie. It needs to be. Oh, my God. So obsessed. Yeah. Wait, I know what you're really excited about this, right? The new show Wednesday. Oh, my God. On Netflix. Oh, my God. <laughs> I it looks good. Can't wait can't wait it's an older wednesday so we're gonna get like 17 18 year old wednesday she's gonna be pretty hardcore in the trailer she releases a bunch of piranhas yep. into the pool at her high school and they like bite some jocks dick off yep and we support that here there was all the blood in the did, water but... he, he, <laughs> he bullied her brother and she was like only i get to do that uh okay yeah. i didn't yeah whatever he did him he deserved it absolutely doesn't matter. I'm on her mm-hmm. team, no matter what she does. I love the trailer. I can't wait to see it. Oh, my God. Can't wait. So as we are wrapping up our final thoughts and the end of this wonderful era, we've all learned a lot about a lot of things, really, yeah. through the course of this podcast. I think for me, one of them, like, I knew this, but also it's still surprising, is like how hard all women are on themselves. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, like, yeah, yeah. If you had asked me before we started, like, are women hard on themselves? Well, yeah, of course. The answer yeah. is yes. But we're talking to people who are unapologetically feminist who are still doing the things that we all feel that we have to do in order to just survive in this world. Yeah. And it's just really heartbreaking that such powerful and amazingly talented people are still dealing with stupid microaggressions and the male-dominated world of books in this genre how it's been historically and you know stuff like that yeah yeah I was amazed that we were able to come up with 
four years worth of material on what seemed like maybe it was kind of a limited topic. But what I learned is that, and we say this a lot on the show because it just keeps coming up, you can do literally anything and be unlikable to someone. There's no way to be, like, being a likable woman is not possible. Right. It's just straight up not possible. So you should just, like, do you. And, I mean, like, don't be a dick, but... Unless, you know, they really deserve it. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, be your authentic self. And if someone doesn't like it, fuck them. Because you're never going to please everybody with your work or how you live your life or your personality or anything. So that's what I've really taken away from this. We're all unlikable and there's no way to be likable. So fuck it. (laughs) It made me think a lot about how much, like, chameleon work I do. And I think a lot of us do. You know, how much we've been trained. Like you said, you can't be pleasing to everybody, but the expectation is that you are. And in order to make that happen, you have to adopt a different personality in any infinite number of situations with any infinite number of people. And so how we've learned to like mirror and mask and put on personalities as if they were outfits based on our audience Mm -hmm. and how much it made me just in our talking about that and my thinking about that, it made me think so much about how envious I am of people who get to just find their true selves and just be that throughout their lives without that constant pressure to accommodate. And it made me want to do more of that in like Mm -hmm. the second, I kind of made me want to divide my life in half and like live the second half of it in that way or something, you know? Like a more on your last fuckable day, you must. No, take a well, yeah, because yeah. I've already passed my last fuckable day a long time ago. You know, I'm a, a few years past my past being fuckable, so now I'm free. Yeah, we're we're all free <laughs> technically now, aren't we? We're all free. Yeah, yeah we are. <laughs> Finally, we're in our unfuckable era. Yes, that's right. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, I did feel like as we've gotten towards the end of this experience like we started to repeat a lot of the same things because they yeah. were coming up a lot but I, I do think that we as three like white queer ladies have kind of said all we can say on this topic yeah. but there's a lot more to be said yeah. by people who are not white yes ladies. Yeah. For sure. and I look forward to continuing to listen to those conversations mm-hmm. as they take place whether are on some other podcast or yeah. just on the internet at large or yeah. whatever but there's like in books like yeah. in on tv whatever yeah for sure yeah have any of you listened to megan markle's new podcast on spotify i have not. i didn't so even know about I've, it yeah um i they have this whole her and harry have this whole like podcast empire now that they're starting up with spotify which is rad, rad. um Needless to say, we are Meghan Markle supporters here. Yes. Fuck anyone who doesn't like her. Right. Like, Seriously. Okay, if there is like one woman on this earth who should be liked by everyone, it is Meghan Markle, who's a literal angel. Yeah, she's, like, done nothing. I don't... she's done nothing. She's done nothing. She's just like, she looks like a Disney princess. She's like a kind, wonderful person. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> yeah. But she has this podcast where she's basically talking about, like, I listened to the first episode and I was like, oh, okay, so she's just doing mm-hmm. like what we've been trying to do all along, but way better. <laughs> yeah. Higher production values. In her first episode, she is talking to Serena Williams, mm. who's a really good friend yes, of hers. And they're I talking love. about, mm-hmm. yeah, like kind of the, um, the archetypes that hold women back and like the roles that they're expected to play. Mm-hmm. And like in that one, obviously they were talking about both being black women but also being like super ambitious and how they have been criticized for that and there's a bunch of episodes now and i'm looking forward to that's awesome the rest of them she's got all her like famous friends of course so yeah Yeah. if you miss us go listen to megan (laughs) merkel's way better version of this podcast (laughs) 
perfect. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm so happy, though, to hear that because that sounds like yeah. it's going to be super powerhouse of content. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very cool. And she has a great voice for podcasting, too. Really? She's very soothing. She does. Yeah. She's perfect. <laughs> Literal <laughs> angel. It's true. Yeah. 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 So I guess that's it, bitches. <laughs> that's it. That's a wrap. That's four years summarized in 34 minutes and 50 seconds. <laughs> I know. It's hard to do that. I feel like we've learned so much, and I think we've supported each other in like a little community of women during these years of publishing. And it's been just, I don't know. I feel like I've met so many people through this podcast. We've gotten to talk to Mm -hmm. so many people. It's been a huge opportunity. I'm so grateful. Yes, me too. It's been so much fun to have our conversations and to get to read so many amazing books before they came out. And like the precise four years covered by this podcast encompass two extremely bad periods in my life. So I was very grateful to have, you know, this is one of the constants going on when everything else was super falling apart. So that's awesome, too. I hope that people listening felt validated. You know, I hope that we made people feel seen, that it made people feel a sense of community as well. I hope so, too, because it definitely did that for the three of us. I will always cherish this time being bitches on the Internet. (laughs) Yes, these special, special days. And we can still be bitches on the internet. Like, we're not going to stop that. No, no. You, <laughs> we can't be you stopped. You can take the bitch out of the podcast, but she'll still be a bitch even when her podcast is over. So, Oh, yes. and I have learned so much about the Midwest from you two, including <laughs> about the birds in winter and different types of wow. shoes people wear in the snow. <laughs> Deep cut. Going all the way back to the beginning. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know Ex- these things. Expanding horizons left and right here. Yes. I didn't know certain Midwest like mannerisms and politenesses. Thank you for teaching me. <laughs> You're very, very welcome. welcome. I am so grateful to know that there are birds in winter. <laughs> Such a blessing and a treasure. Yes. Although, <laughs> as bad as my knowledge of birds in winter was, I think my partner gets the award for thinking that they lived in that they hibernated in caves. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've also learned on the show that men don't know anything. Yeah. They may rule the world, but they don't know anything.